1: Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.
0: What's up, you guys? Sean Ross Sapp. It is August 11th, 2021. This is your Fightful post-show review for AEW Dynamite. I know a lot of you are saying, hey, Sean, are you all going to have aew rampage post shows and my answer to that is yes we are every week after rampage we're going to review rampage as well as wwe smackdown i got kate hensler joining me we're gonna have a bit of a revolving door over the next few weeks before we settle in lots of traveling going on but i'll tell you who isn't traveling at all ever even if there's a fire alex Palowski. alex how you doing
2: Nah, man, uh, I uh, am not leaving my house. Like, there's, there's, if there's not, a, like, a, I don't know, seventeen variants of, of COVID out there. There's literally a thunderstorm with lightning, downing trees, four out of five nights of the past the past week. So I'm just gonna stay inside in my basement where I'm safe.
0: Also, seemingly anchored to his desk is Robert D. Felice. So. Guys, you all are going to see more of these two guys over the next few weeks. Uh, Robert, how you doing?
3: Yeah, I was just going to say, everything's still-
0: You need to hook up your mic, and then you need to tell me how you're doing. Uh <laughs> you're Nope, nope, mic. can't hear you, can't hear you, so I'm going to mute you until you hook up your mic, but we have AEW Dynamite, a reminder today. Uh, we had the list and your boy, make sure you guys check that out, um, we've, we were talking a lot of NXT, a lot of Adam Cole, Pete Dunn. Alex, you covered that last night and had some good viewership for that show.
2: Yeah, I think people are tuning in to see, like, hey, uh, so did, did anybody quit like live on air? Because apparently there's a, there's a whole bunch of uh, uh, tension backstage. And I'm like, you think? Like a dozen, of, a baker's dozen of their friends were fired unceremoniously last Friday they they might be a little uh, walking on eggshells over there.
0: So, Robert, what you'll do is go to cam mic and audio input, and you'll see yeah, hey, if... It's,
3: it's the one it always is.
0: And now it's good. Now it's working. Okay. Now it's good. All right. Hot diggity dog. Well, guys, leave a thumbs up, subscribe, tap the bell for notifications, and get your super chats in. That will get your question or statement read right on the air. We will get to them as we approach each individual segment for example we got you what mate saying i find a lot more interest in dynamite than raw join the club buddy i guess you are if you're here right now uh but uh this week i also have an interview with duke the dumpster Drossy that dropped and i know a lot of you are going why would i want to listen to that well if you want to listen to him talk about how he was high at the wrestlemania 17 gimmick battle royal about how he didn't want to put over stone cold steve austin And him saying that he would have died if he went to ECW. Well, you know, that's the interview for you. It's a rather good interview, uh, might I say. And we've also brought back enhancement stories. Make sure you guys check that out. The first episode of the new season was Mike Bennett. And uh, even if you don't like Mike Bennett or his work, he's got some great stories about John Cena saying, "Uh, yeah, maybe whatever you did in the ring, don't ever do that again. Uh, That's an interesting one. He talks about the worst advice he ever got. He talked about how he got a dark match against Billy Gunn and TNA, and they were supposed to go first, and then they moved it. And they were like, oh, by the way, you got to follow Kurt Angle versus AJ Styles. Enjoy, kid. It's a good time. Make sure you all check that out. Tyler says, Sean already muting people. I am the great muter. Mm -hmm. That's me. That's that's what I'm doing. But we had an AAW Dynamite episode, Robert this isn't going to go down as one of the greatest of all time, but it had its moments. And it's a show that I always leave, even if it's not like a show where I'm like, Oh, wow. Awesome. It's a show that I, I think about watching and I go, I'm glad I saw that.
3: It's definitely not going to be one of the better ones, but even at that, it's still a very good show and very much worth going out of your way to watch.
0: Well, your mic a little bit closer. It's still a little quiet. But uh, we got Wild Boy saying, is Rampage one or two hours? It is one hour. Faded Plague says, found a pic of the great muter. Check your Instagram DMs. Don't worry, it's not a penis. Can't wait for (laughs) Alex's take on the main event. That will be an interesting one. But we started off with a match that more people left talking about the least experienced guy in the match than anything. We had the Elite taking on the Seidel brothers and Dante Martin. Dante Martin of Top Flight, his brother Darius, has been out with an injury for quite a while. But, Alex, everybody was talking about Dante Martin by the end of this match.
2: Uh, and and, and well-deserved. Uh, we have been talking, I think, <laughs> since the beginning of AEW uh, about, man, look at all this young talent they've got. All these people who were so young in their 20s. And, I mean, I, I think... Dante has like put himself in that conversation of who's the guy who's going to be the one at the, like, if you have to rank them all by the time they're all like in their early thirties, who's going to be the guy who were like that guy, that guy. I think it's Dante. Like to me, I'm like I can't wait. to like, he's pulling out stuff I've never seen before. His hot tag was literally on fire. They had to bring out a whole crew of people with hoses to get to, to, to make sure the whole <laughs> arena didn't go up in flames. That's how hot his hot well, that tag was, was. That was
0: just to bathe the people from Pittsburgh who don't usually do it. I mean, we we hear all this controversy of people of celebrities rarely bathing. Well, I mean, that's just like a normal thing to people in Pittsburgh. So that's that's what they that's what they were doing. Robert, he had a couple of really good hope spots at the end, too. Kenny Omega, even in beating him, took care of him really well in that, Robert.
3: Yeah, I mean, Kenny Omega, when the world champion who doesn't have to go out of his way to put over anybody, puts over a 20-year-old kid, lets him get out of the one-winged angel, hit a Pele kick, and get some really good hope spots. Dante Martin is going places, and I can only hope that this doesn't leave his brother out in the cold.
0: I mean, I think there's, I think there's a great rampage dark feud in Darius coming back and being like, everybody's been talking about you while you were gone. I want to show everybody I'm just as good as you. Like I love you. We're good, but I have to show people that I am just as good as you. And AEW is is really good at at doing that. And uh, I'm I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't. Oscar Villanueva says Don Callis is the best heel manager and heel commentator in the biz right now. Dante is up there in the AEW future star group. Alex, they're cultivating this audience very, very well, and cultivating these new stars very well.
2: Yeah, there's um, yeah, there's it's one of those things where we're we're, we're talking about you know how old is too old for NXT? Um, they don't have that problem in, in in AEW. They have all these young young guys that are that are just moving toward the top. And I, I agree that a Dante versus Darius feud would, would be, would be all kinds of, of flames. Um, I'm, I, I just, I just love, uh, like you said, how much Kenny Omega granted him. Like you're going to get out of this, then you're going to counter this. And it, it, it made it look like Dante Martin was going to take out the elite by himself. And then I loved the thing, like this kid's a threat. Yes. We have to do a triple V, a, a V-trigger and a BTE trigger at the exact same time. Otherwise, we got we got to put this kid down for the count because we don't want him coming back. That also puts him over into into defeat. And I also love that Don Callis, a great heel announcer, a great heel manager, says um, this kid deserves this for getting a, a, a little too big for his britches because yes. that makes us want to see Dante Martin come back even more and stick it to Don Callis, who we hate. It's perfect.
0: 20 years old, Robert, and Omega doing that, I thought, it's amazing how really, really good performers can do things like this that are subtle, but also put somebody over. Omega doesn't want anybody to ever kick out of the one-winged angel, so he wasn't even going to risk it. He's like, I'm going to do the one-winged angel, and we're doing the BTE trigger. I thought that was a subtle, nice little way of making Dante look even stronger, because they had to do it to put him away.
3: Yeah, he looks like a champ coming out of this and now i'm interested in seeing where does he go from here does he get a tnt title shot can he do be the miracle kid and upset miro you know he can go a lot of places with just this one performance
0: we also have uh, a bunch of super chats about this sean blanford says i wonder if they're gonna pull an audible and for omega versus christian at all out this can't be the final plans can it well let's talk about it uh Christian Cage comes out after this. Don Callis says, "There's ten of us and only one of you." There were like five of them, which I thought was great. Uh, he's joined by the Jurassic Express, Alex. Which, you know, I mean, my God, give it! Just play the music at least one time during every taping. Got you got to do it. Got to do it. You, you bought and, it. Might as yes. well. <laughs> and it's revealed that Christian Cage will take on Kenny Omega at All Out. This did this got like a smattering of boos and applause, like not the reaction you want to get for that. And then it's also revealed that Christian is going to take on Kenny Omega Friday in the first match of Rampage for the Impact title, a title that I you know, I don't even know if he technically ever held that title cuz he held the NWA title when he was there. But I I'm right now as things stand I am indifferent about this for a couple of reasons. Now, I give AEW much more of a benefit of a doubt, Alex, than I do most other companies because they have shown that they rectify things like this. But I didn't necessarily want Kenny Omega and Christian Cage in one world title match, much less two world title matches, much less back to back. This is a very unlike AEW thing that we're seeing.
2: Yeah, which is why I'm I'm gonna let it play out because they don't usually do stuff like this. Um, something that I, I I mean, wouldn't it be a, a wonderful chapter in Christian Cage's career if he were to somehow beat Kenny Omega for that for that Impact title and go do a run on Impact as the champ for a while? Yes, I mean that would be honestly, I like, do it. Go ahead and do it. And the thing that you can do. With with his shot it all out is you can have Kenny flip out because he lost the Impact title and he starts getting paranoid and you could do a thing where I don't know if you want to do a beatdown or if you wanted to have Henny Omega come out and say no more we're not doing any of this anymore and he becomes the cleaner for real and takes Christian to the woodshed it all out. And then you can have you can build your your Adam Hangman Adam Page thing from there. I think if you're gonna do a major Punk angle and or a Brian Danielson debut at All Out, you don't want to run the risk of those accidentally overshadowing Adam Page's sure. moment. So you can they've done a really good job with slow building this Adam Page thing. I, I'm gonna grant them the opportunity to do it a little longer if they need to.
0: So Ashley Cartwright, Robert, says they named a pay-per-view specifically for Hangman, Full Gear. How do people not know this? People do know it. It's just so often we see that moments in in special things like this in wrestling are very fleeting, Robert. And they don't
3: last forever. So Hangman, I've been saying, should get the shot at Full Gear because it was named for him. But I like this. I like that they're doing Christian Cage. And Kenny twice. Because, first of all, that Impact title needs some love on AEW. They haven't done much with it since they've opened the Forbidden Door. And I think Christian, because of his WWE experience, can pull off this story, make it worth a damn, and leave people wanting more on September 5th.
0: I uh. Bryant says that 1 hour of Dynamite or Rampage is going to feel like 20 minutes and Nikolai says I think that Jimmy's tweet during Dynamite nailed a lot of people's feelings on how AEW weaves their talent and stories compared to WWE. He mentioned that like almost every segment has like a legend or a newcomer like it weaves them in and out, established people. Um I am I am completely with him in that regard. We have a bunch more super chats about this though, but this wasn't it backstage the young bucks are cutting a promo because jungle boy and luchasaurus revealed that next week they get a tag title match and we've got the young bucks playing basketball and they're like it's gonna be as easy as this layup (laughs) and luchasaurus swats him and like matumbo's him and then jungle boy dunks the ball this was harmless and stupid and fun, Alex.
2: It was. It was all of those things. It was great because we've already seen. Like let, let's let's let's. I, I love that they've established uh, the backstage hoop from from that from that from that match they had before from the ep- yes. other oh, episode of Dynamite. So let's just keep on using it. We got it. Um, and the young buck's going for the layup gets swatted. Then Luchasaurus sets a huge screen on the other buck. And, uh, and and he dunks it and is like, that was a foul. That was a foul. It was that great. Was a, no, that, that was all ball. I saw it. Shut up, Brandon. That was, was good. That was what I cackled. I love it.
0: I love that they call Brandon the executive stooge as well. Uh, Mike Bond says, oh, my Lanta, that jungle boy pop. Oh, a bunch of people got a lot of pop. Yeah. Uh, Brian Mahoney is singing Dante Martin's praise, saying it's the most in- insane hang time I've ever seen. Uh, he could be the greatest high flyer of all time when all is said and done. Potential is there. Him going spaceman, and by that I mean no hands on the jump up to the top rope, yeah. then the diving hurricane Rana is unreal. Ty yeah. says you see what happens when you give people a chance to do what they do. You get people cheering loudly for Dante Martin. You've got Samuel saying MJF, Sammy, Jungle Boy, Darby, Dante, Lee Johnson, Garcia, Huda, Starks, Private Party, Varsity Blondes is crazy how much young talent aew has that is a stark contrast from what we're seeing elsewhere Robert they're picking up all kinds of people
3: yeah uh so Karen cross like I just could use him as an example is 36 and he's like the hot young kid on the block yeah and Dante Martin is 20 and he's got 16 years he's got a full career before he even gets there so it's very exciting to be a fan of AEW right now.
0: Bryant says to protect Brandon Cutler at all costs. And Snap Joe says AEW is dope. Uh, sort of watching Fightful in April. You guys are too. Well, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Nerd Guru says, did they promote the AAA match this Saturday? Like they tweeted about it, but they throw up a graphic or something. Seems odd to me. No, they're busy actually promoting Impact Wrestling now. Uh, the week that they don't have a pay-per-view instead of promoting AAA. By the way, we will have a post-show with Denise Salcedo. Uh, hosting. Make sure you guys tune in for that. Ryan Evans says, "Now that matches are being announced for All Out, have you had any news on how we're going to watch the show in the U.S.?" Bleacher no, Report. I don't think so. I I don't think so. Bleacher Report. I mean, I think that platform. I'll check into that platform, but it's it's adjusted a little bit. Um. No, nobody missed your Fuego Super Chat. We'll get to it uh, when that segment. Uh, happens as we mentioned at the top of the show just so you guys know uh 813 car guy says one of the things i love so much about aew is they aren't forcing things on us i wanted to see hangman but he wasn't there makes me look forward to the next week even more a plus show and thanks for the wrap up guys and robert it's like i don't feel ripped off not seeing hangman tonight
3: yeah me neither and he's gotta take some time away they've established a storyline reason for him to do this but aew they almost have a old school raw or like a nitro problem where they're announcing all these title matches for tv which is great and i still don't feel any worry about oh well i don't want to watch the pay-per-view like i still want to watch all out and they're giving us all this content on free tv
0: yeah and we'll we'll get more into that in a bit because we're still in the opening segment people are so in love with a lot of this stuff except for cyclops he says cage has been so vanilla since joining AEW to me uh, yeah, I think Christian has been very vanilla since joining AEW. They really need to, to switch that up a little bit. Nikolai says, you go from emergent of talents like Darby, Sammy, MJF, and Jungle Boy, and AEW is already starting the next wave with Dante, uh, Red Death, Daniel Gar- Garcia, and Wheeler Yuda. Uh, Josh Cardenas says, who has better hops, Dante or Montez Ford? I think Montez's are a little more impressive because he's, he's a bigger fella. And like when you do the greatest frog splash in wrestling history, that that very much stands out. Nurguru says, I know the Bucks put on bangers, but I wish they'd have one story as opposed to beating people and nothing else. It works for Miro, but not them. I'm liking it with the Young Bucks, too. They are they're sort of supporting players while keeping the tag team division uh, prestigious. But, But Alex, what do you think of it?
2: Here's the thing that, that I think that is that AW is doing, and I don't know if it's going to work long-term. Maybe people will uh, lose interest in it, but I, I like it. I like them facing whoever's in their way, beating them. That team goes to the back of the line, and they just keep doing that. And then when when pay-per-view time rolls around, they'll get a couple of weeks to build a story for that particular yeah. match, as opposed to in another company where they announce who the number one contender is a month ahead of time and then do like singles matches combinations and non-title matches where the champions get pinned until by the time the actual match rolls around, I don't care to watch these people face each other anymore. Now I'm watching the Young Bucks beat everybody. So now when when whoever beats the Young Bucks, that means more to me.
0: And the way that I look at it, Robert, and I want to get your thoughts on this is okay for example on smackdown it's very clear they don't have any plans for tony storm or Liv morgan i'd rather have one of them lose to bianca belair on tv if they're gonna go away for three weeks after that anyway give them their chance to shine they've won a couple matches it's not like oh well they're never gonna win because they lost one title match uh
3: how, how are you feeling about that yeah aew is still operating like a wrestling promotion And I think that's the biggest difference WWE really believes that they're just existing to pump out meaningless content for their platforms. Whereas AEW is still trying to establish that they can be a great wrestling company and they're succeeding.
0: Well, we're not done with super chats for this opening segment. (laughs) If you believe it or not, Ken Shiro says I'm fine with Omega cage for all out, but considering punk is going to overshadow everything, but maybe Brian, what are they going to do about Friday's match? I mean, they're, What do you mean? They're going to have the match. Um, I hope there's a change. I just hope there's a change. Personally, I am not of the belief that anything would overshadow Hangman Page and Kenny Omega. I think the audience has such a giant appetite for it, it can stand on its own. Ken says, now that I think about it, there are some violent wild cards at Impact who are mad at Kenny and might be mad at Cage for getting this shot. Moose or Sammy? I mean, yeah, but they also lost their opportunities at Kenny Omega. So that's the important thing. Omega beat them. Mike Provencher says, The first match in Rampage history will be for the Impact World (laughs) title. The new normal is so weird. It is, but I like that they're bringing in all these titles. The AAA titles, the Impact titles, the the New Japan titles. It's more stuff that matters. They they did a top contender match for an NWA title and had Camille talking tonight. Which, by the way, best use of Camille having her talk for about 30 seconds Mm -hmm. because... That's where her strengths are. Not much more to say about that one, but they they built it, and I'm cool with that. Highlight all these people. Highlight all these other promotions. It's better to have them as your friends than your enemies.
3: This is literally what WWE is trying to do with the brand split. They have a lot of titles that actually mean something because they represent prestigious promotions, and it spotlights a lot of their talent in a way that maybe one two-hour show Mm -hmm. couldn't.
0: Uh, immortal vegan says bleacher report said in tweet, they'll have that app up by the end of the month. I'm still waiting on like official details there, but we'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, Sawyer says if anybody has had to be in the ring to regain control from CM punk chance, I'm glad it was Callus and Christian cage. They made it look easy. There were big punk chance mm-hmm. to Callus, And also I loved that Christian called him a carny piece of shit. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> Josh Baker notes with Omega facing Andrade and Cage for belts before all out. We got to specify Christian Cage. Uh, Is this the end of the belt collector story kicking into high gear? I really think the descent of the belt collector Alex should be Hangman Page beating him.
2: Yeah, no, like the you're telling me that that Adam Page should hit get the first one or the last one?
0: The first one. I think he should get the first one and send him on a downward spiral and Kenny Omega gets crazier and crazier and does everything he can to hold to those other titles but can't.
2: I think the opposite. I think that he okay. should be the one to take the last one off of Page, off of off of Kenny, and Kenny by that time should be so paranoid and so crazy that he's willing to do anything to win that win that title. And that makes it even harder for Page to win that match and he does it anyway. And after that, after Kenny's left with nothing, then you can have him face Danielson or Punk or whatever, and those titles don't mean anything because it's just Omega at the end of his rope needing something.
0: I, I do fear that if that happens, then it becomes very transparent that Omega is going to lose that last one. I but know. I mean, everybody knows that Hangman's going to win. Hangman's well. going to win
2: that match, so yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Jeremiah says, "I think the thought of TNA legend Christian Cage winning the Impact title that he's never won is a cool thought." As do I. I think that's. That's something worth mentioning. It's something worth touting as well. Cliff Beard says, I feel like the match against Christian for the Impact title will be an angle to take him out from All Out. I'm torn on who I want to replace him, though, a re- returning hangman or a number two ranked Darby. Well, it looks like from the outside looking in that Darby is maybe slated for something else. Yeah, maybe. But, but I do hope it is an angle, Robert, to kind of move Christian out of the All Out match.
3: I think this will be the first... DQ finish in AEW history where it'll keep the belt on Omega and move the story towards all out. But I think they'll trust Christian to work with this story because he's done a million DQ finishes and title matches. Reminder guys, get your super chats in. Please leave a
0: thumbs up on this video. It helps an awful lot. Subscribe to youtube.com slash fightful razor asks off topic. Have any idea what AEW may use the King of hearts trademark for? I don't have a damn clue. I'm hoping maybe video game. I would love it if if like they hit up Martha and Martha said, "Yeah, put them in your video game." Yeah. Put them in your toy line. Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. Martha yeah. might
3: Martha might actually do that.
0: Yeah. I uh, think they're they are
3: do not let Owen Hart be in outside video games that are not WWE. I do think it'll be like a documentary based thing based on what the trademark said and they said it was for educational purposes. I'm thinking documentary.
0: Uh, somebody says uh, the King of Hearts is a tournament. That would be cool, too. I would love That'd a King of Hearts tournament. That would be very cool. Uh, Nerguru says, is every Impact title match for both belts? No. no. Yeah,
3: he means the TNA. Oh,
0: oh the TNA yeah. and Impact title. Yes, those are unified yeah. unless they specify for some reason, oh, it's only for this belt. Uh, NerdGuru, or actually Brian Mahoney says, Hangman winning Grand Slam is guaranteed the most viewers. Brian faces Omega after full gear I, i'm fine with him winning at arthur ash as well yeah,
2: that 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 honestly might be what they're planning because that's going to be one of their biggest uh viewed uh nights as well as because everyone because the the perception is that danielson might debut on that show yeah. um so so it might be one of their biggest viewed things ever and certainly it's gonna be their biggest their biggest paying crowd Ever for a dynamite? Why not do it there, where you're going to get the absolute biggest pop you possibly can?
0: I love this kind of comment too. Ryan says, "Isn't it great not knowing where the story is going?" I've missed this kind of wrestling. Yeah. Yes, yes, Robert. I love having the discourse of will it happen? Won't it happen? Will he get pulled? Are they when are they going to do it? Is Hangman going to win it? Is it going to get it at all out? Arthur Ash, full gear. I love not knowing this stuff, and this goes a lot way beyond LMAO spoilers. This is just unpredictable
3: booking. Yeah, this is, wow, they have compelling characters to where you want to know. They have not only a bunch of options, but you actually want to sit here and watch.
0: Oh, man. Um, We've got one more super chat, or actually a couple more. Anakin says, what if Christian loses and Kenny uses wins losses to say he's not the number one contender anymore? You know that they could he could he could, uh Jack Mitchell says, I think Omega losing to anyone on a w before he loses the page lessens the victory. Uh, I'm really scared they'll have him lose the cage on Friday. me too, uh, as am I, as am I. um we've got Jordan Scott saying big props for a w homegrown talent. I love it. Well, we also saw some vignettes. We saw Malachi black being a god, according to him. We got miro being the king of pro wrestling and saying that Fuego is going to die this Friday, which is cool. Again, we saw the Camille thing. We saw a Serena Deeb, uh, segment. Alex, there was a lot to like here in these. It's a way to get people's face on the screen and it furthered a bunch of stories. Uh, Ricky Starks, Brian Cage and hook. I did not like Brian Cage's, uh, MTV next delivery of his lines. Oh boy. I can tell that Ricky Starks is lying because his lips are moving. One of those. But I loved these vignettes uh, that we saw.
2: Yeah. I'm, I was, I was, I was intrigued by them, not using Malachi black on the show in person after what happened last week. But I did love, love this, this promo. Um, I think he's, he's just, he's a natural at this. He's so, so good at it. I love the black and white thing. They make his vignettes, his little his little promo things feel very very different. Uh, I love Camille putting over Layla Hirsch, saying, "This is what I know about you. You're you're a shoot wrestler. You love to take people down. Um, you're really good, but you're not good enough to beat me." Like, why can't people do that? Why can't you put over your opponent before you t- tell us you're going to beat them? Then I'm thinking, well, maybe maybe it's a good chance as opposed to like just tearing down your opponent. I, I like that a lot. Miro's amazing. I love that he's yeah. like like he's like. Um, you know, so so they're not only you're wrestling for my title, you're wrestling for a contract. Sorry, fuego, I'm gonna have to break you. Like he's he's everything's so great, and they, they've made me so intrigued for things in the future. Like all this stuff makes me go, now I can't miss the next rampage or the next dynamite. This is how
3: you should be doing it.
0: Volob says if Malachi Black is a god, does that mean Nero is his favorite wrestler? Robert, it has to.
3: It very well could, as we've learned. Malachi Black is a god. Perfect promo to play off of last week. He basically, he has Cody Rhodes' boot. I'm going to put another one in the grave. Miro has the line of maybe the year with, everybody always talks about how they love this company and they want to die for it. Here's your chance, which that's perfect. And that's perfect for Fuego, who is the baby face of all baby faces and then will die next week and it'll make him even more over because he still has to fight from underneath. I think... Everything they did here was great. And this is the best usage of Camille that I've ever seen. And I watched tower today.
0: There you go. Uh, Cyclops says a toaster could give a better promo than Brian Cage. Uh, I mean, they're both machines. So uh, Eloquent says, how many viewers do you think Rampage will do? I'm going 650, 700,000 maybe. Alex, any predictions?
2: It's a tough time slot. I will say that they have certainly loaded the first episode with a lot of stuff that people are going to want to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second episode next week is going to be can't miss television. So we'll see if, if they deliver, if they, if people, people hear secondhand that this one on this Friday is great. And then next week does what we think it's going to do. It
3: might become a thing where people don't miss rampage because it's that good. I think this does seven next week. does a million if they do it right.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, next week could do a million for sure. Roxas says, Isn't Kenny working hurt? They can't wait too long. I'd heard that the stem cell stuff, I guess, uh, helped him, is what Meltzer said. Steven Yeager says, Maybe you lose the Impact title Friday, the Triple A championship the next night. Dondrade at Triple Mania starts his downfall. Okay, so that's something I hadn't even thought about. Impact is doing their tapings this weekend. Kenny Omega ain't going to be there. Yep. He's going to be in Mexico doing the AAA championship. It would make a lot of sense for him to lose Christian Cage to do these tapings. Man, Christian Cage has got to be looking around. He's like, do you want to find any more ways for me to pop up in TNA? You want to trade Ric Flair or something again? Like like what? I I can't shake these guys at all. Ken Shiro says Cage Omega could do an easy time limit draw. They could, but I think they do 60s for that. And there's three matches set for that. Santos there's no member mentioned the triple A title. Do you think Andrade will win it? Yeah, yes. maybe. And by the way, he's wrestling pack, as we saw. Uh so at all out. Um, uh, listen, I'm lucky that I have this much left in my jug because I just want to <laughs> cover myself. Holy crap, Alex.
2: Oh, it's everything I wanted. Like it's, like I, I was I was worried that I was that I that I was jumping the gun as soon as they started like working with, with uh with the uh, death triangle i was like is it too much to ask that we might get an andrade versus pock match at all out and apparently it's not because they, they've been speaking directly to my dreams i uh, i can't wait for this it's the the thing is there's also what i love about it is there's the threat of the angle as well like phoenix and pentagon could turn on pock during that yeah. match and go and work with um with andrade or andrade could like take out pock and then one by one, Penta and Phoenix try to avenge their fallen brother. Like, there's so many things that could come out of this thing. I don't know what are the, what, what they're going to choose. And I'm kind of okay with any of it because it means all these guys wrestling each other.
3: Yeah, this this match being a thing is amazing and... Just the fact that in this turbulent time for NXT, I got to write a headline that says, two former NXT champions agree to meet at All Out, is amazing because these are two guys who should have been carrying the banner for WWE. Yeah. Yeah. And now they're in a place where they can go All Out, pardon the pun, and mm-hmm. it's going to be one of the best matches of that weekend.
0: James Nepper says, AEW makes two hours feel like three that I should have paid for. I feel like I'm ripping off, ripping them off. Watch at home. Watching at home. These shows make us want to be there. I, I'm telling you guys, I don't care if somebody calls me a shill or any of that bullshit. Go to an AEW show live. It is unlike any other wrestling experience. Uh, Nikyle says, Where is the butcher? He has been sidelined. I love me some Silva. says, Tonight's show had appearances by AEW, Impact, and NWA. What a great night. It's great to see people working together. Jeremiah says, What are the odds Fuego pulls a one-two-three kid on Miro? I would be shocked. Shocked. But... I don't doubt that there's a good solid two point nine 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 Alex. Yeah, and then yeah. then he gets murdered. R.I.P. And then after
2: go. that, then then after that, Miro's like, no, oh, no, 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 we're not doing this anymore. Yeah. Um, I, I think I think they 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 have a whole cast of people that you could build to be the guy to take out uh, Miro. Um, but I don't think Fuego's the guy right now.
0: Let's see what else we have. I think I think we're we're caught up and back into matches. Uh, we've got Daniel Garcia against Darby Allen, and th- I mean this match was a different kind of pace. Um, it was a bit of a slower pace, and I love Boris's comment. He says, "I like how commentary mentioned people wrestling on the independence this week so they might be tired reinforces the wrestling universe, and aew is an epicenter of people coming in and out. Yeah, like maybe Daniel Garcia and Wheeler Yuta wrestled for an hour and had one of the best matches that you're ever going to see, and they were both killing it tonight. Uh, so I think that made sense of the slower pace as well. Of course, Darby gets the win. I love Daniel Garcia being out there with 2.0 as well, because when you've got a technical savant, Robert, putting it, putting them with two loud, vivid, bright personalities. And quite frankly, physically, they look like, like Chucky T 2.0 and Matt Jackson 2.0. It's like, <laughs> it's like somebody drew a caricature of them and made them a tag team. I love the the trio here. Let's talk about that before you inevitably jump ahead and talk about what we're going to talk about next week.
3: Well, I like the trio because it's just a very good pairing where you had the straight man, you had the two funny guys. Yes. The thing that stood out to me, this, uh, Darby went for the coffin drop springboard and got caught in a rear naked choke. And I said, they need to sign this guy now. Like they need him on their roster now. And I really hope that that's coming. But this was a very fun match to watch, even though you knew the result and, I can't believe that 2.0 were just on another company's show and their least important show at that and just wasting away.
0: Yeah. So Cliff Beard says 2.0 go from barely ever on NXT to going to AEW to facing and facing Mox, Eddie, Darby, Sting. Such a huge leap for them. Well, Sting got physical after this match, Alex, and buddy, you want to get people tuning in on Wednesday? You put a Sting match on there, especially after I was there at Double or Nothing, and the crowd exploded for him just taking his shirt off. <laughs> um, Ricardo says he's hyped for 2.0 versus Sting and Darby. That's going to hump. And 2.0 don't get hurt a single bit no. when Sting hits that Scorpion death drop. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. This is It's just no. smart booking. It no. makes sense, and I want to see it. Like, do I think that 2.0 are going to be world beaters? No, but they're entertaining. Yeah, they're in so it, hell. It's just common sense, Alex. It's
2: perfect. Listen, somebody actually to this, like, the, the idea of like what they were doing. Let's be specific. <laughs> 2.0 Everrise went from failing in an attempt to vandalize Hit Rose SUV to taking bumps from the Stinger on the ramp to huge ovations. The grass is greener for literally everyone. Not like, oh, some, some guy who's not getting used but, but could be a big star. Nobody thought Ever Rise was going to be a huge star. Why aren't they the champs? But they're a lot of fun to watch, and they come over, and they're immediately being used as, as in, in a program with two of the top guys they were also wrestling against mox and eddie and they're like they're being utilized in a way that completely and highlights all of the good things they can do and they're you're right they're not hurt one bit by taking the loss in a texas tornado match and stinger and rb allen
0: and this isn't limited to us like picking on wwe Ethan page was making like, I don't want to put out the amount of money that I was told he was making right. an impact, but let me tell you, you'd be shocked at how low it was. And then he's wrestling sting yeah. right after that. Yes. Um, it just makes sense. I don't know if you all watch BTE, but them on BTE and them saying that wasn't sting. It was Jeff farmer. And we're going to expose him was amazing. Right. Uh, the there you go. Rangers mayhem said that on BTE saying it's not Steve, but fake sting was funny. I interviewed fake sting, the most starstruck I've ever been for an interview was fake sting because I was like, is he really going to want to talk about being a fake other person? And he was awesome and he was yoked, by the way. So, what <laughs> I hope is that they get Jeff Farmer. Yeah, I would love. To see them like run away from Sting and then behind them is fake Sting. <laughs> that would fake, be a
2: fake uh, Sting <laughs> with the with the face paint and the thing and the whole thing, but he's but he's just like a gigantic version of Sting. Yeah.
0: Yes. And then Perfect. then I want Sting to beat him up for old yeah. time's sake. <laughs> yeah,
2: sure.
0: Bobby G says Daniel Garcia becomes Brian's protege when and if he comes in. American Dragon Dungeon. I love that. Love yes. it. I, Ian the Weird says, I saw Garcia stomp in the and I thought he could be awesome in Suzuki-Goon. Oh, yeah, he mm-hmm. should. I, there are people speculating to me that he would want to go there so uh, to Japan. So, obviously, that, that would be good if, if that could happen. Boris wants to see Danielson versus Garcia. Oh, yeah. Jeremiah says, 2.0, have Garcia and uh, Edge and Christian, Kurt Angle vibes. Yeah, that's a comparison yeah. I brought up last week, and I really, really like that.
3: And Rob, who, there. I wouldn't be surprised if he's pitching that. To oh them. yeah.
0: Rob says, "Scared the hell out of my dog." Marking out for Dante Martin. It's uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's great to see him doing that. Jordan says, "Garcia and 2.0 are AEW Simba, Timon and Pumbaa." <laughs> I can't see it. There you go. That's a that is a great shout. That's that is great. a great shout. And thank you for somebody putting over my interview with Fake Sting. I mean. I was I interviewed Scott Norton right next to him, and Scott Norton spent the majority of his interview putting over NWO's thing about how great he was. So uh, that was cool. HFO versus best friends. This is I don't want to say one of the lower points of the show because it wasn't a low point of the show for me. It was still fine. It's just I'm I don't care about the HFO. And it seems like Matt Hardy himself is like, listen, I'm going to get rid of all these dorks and just start a family band uh, by, by the looks of it. This guy, <laughs> I saw somebody reply to Rebby's tweet saying number five. And they said, you all need a TV in your bedroom.
2: <laughs> I, I, I tweeted, I tweeted out that, because he walks out there with private party and uh, the, H, the H2, the hybrid, and then, and then, uh, the, uh, Alley, uh, the, the bunny, and the and the, and the blade, and I said, it's just a giant group of people. And I said, Matt Hardy has quietly amassed a faction of like seventeen people. Yes. And then I retweeted that and said, yes, this is a joke about his how many kids he has because Jesus. Um, I I thought this was fine. I mean, I I I, I love Wheeler Yuda. I think he's really great, and I think that he's somehow not hurt by by these losses he's taking because I believe in him for the future how could you not after watching what he he can do in the ring so i I think this is okay it doesn't really most of what it was was the nyla rose attack on chris statlander um i I did appreciate the orange cassidy and matt hardy interaction at the beginning of the match with with the with the hands of the pockets and the delete stuff this is fine this is one of those things that like if this is the worst thing on your wrestling show you're doing a pretty good job (laughs)
0: So, uh, Robert, I, I posted a Fightful Select report today, um, and this is this is my plug for FightfulSelect.com tonight, guys. This weekend, I had posted a story noting that one of the officials that I spoke to and several of the wrestlers in NXT after the releases pointed to one particular person. They said, when this person didn't get hired, we knew something was changing. I asked them, I was like, hey, listen, I'd love to know who that person was. They said it was Wheeler Yuda who was in this match. He took the pin. Wheeler Yuda is a good-looking 24-year-old, ripped, six-foot-tall guy uh, who can already wrestle, Robert. (laughs) So when you see that, it's like, what more do you want?
3: I don't know what's happening there, but to pass up Wheeler Yuda, times are clearly changing, and it's not... uh, Going in the direction that the wrestling fans seem to be going in because that's just that's just not right.
0: Yeah, it's very shocking. As far as HFO, uh August 3 says Gang Wars was at its worst with HFO, best friends. HFO needs a breakup. There's too many of them, their feud stuck. Should have stayed with Hardy and Private Party. I actually don't think Gang Wars was too bad. This was during the match. It wasn't like necessarily yeah. that much after. They have severely scaled back gang wars and Mm -hmm. i couldn't be more happy they've stopped using it as a crutch so i'm I'm very happy about that uh cliff beard says hardy trying to catch up to the von trying to have kids be wrestlers ps have bbb join hof and join uh black in his house of black fashion
3: bbb they also need to stop uh just trading butcher blade and bunny to random houses like they're they're not foster kids they need to pick a side and just stay there
0: I agree. Dr. Sixfinger says, HFO feels or has three teams and it feels aimless. Want to love them, but they badly need Butcher back and a focus. I think they need something else. I think they need a, a big singles to join. I think they need to to have a big singles wrestler and then Matt Hardy can portray that he is the, the big wrestler slash agent because he landed that person. Jeremiah says, part of me wants AEW to keep uh, adding people to (laughs) AHFO until it's NWO levels of people dancing to Matt Hardy's theme. (laughs) I would love to see them all like group dancing to Angelico's theme, personally. They all got to dance like that. I love when Private Party comes out with Angelico and they're his backup dancers. That shit is hilarious to me. Give me that. That one true dude says, in 35, stopped watching wrestling in 04. AEW brought me back. Crazy after all these years, actually being inside, excited and invested. Boy, do I love to hear this. And You know what? If you tell me that Apollo Crews and Big E brought you back, I'm happy to hear about it. Yeah. I'm just happy you're back, man. Yeah. I'm just very, very happy that so many people are, are rediscovering wrestling again. Eloquent asks if Garcia and 2.0 are officially all elite. Not until they get that graphic. They'll let you know because they'll run a graphic because it's a big deal. Jeremy Parente says, bring in Davey Richards to face Daniel Garcia. Dumb jock wrestling at its finest. Robert, I could see Davey Richards being those one-off open challenge type of guys that pops up and then goes back to whatever he's doing. I mean, he is very successful outside of pro wrestling from what I understand as, as an EMT, which is something that he legitimately wanted to do.
3: I can see him getting a chance. I can see the Wolves getting a chance at the Young Bucks. Just for the hell of it, I think they could stand to have him at least once.
0: Here's here's a good shout from Jordan. Butcher Blade, uh, Bunny and Buddy. You know, Buddy Murphy could be the big singles guy that th- that Matt Hardy lands, and Buddy Murphy can be like, listen, I'm done, I'm not doing this losing bullshit. You guys are gonna have to fix that. Mm-hmm. uh matt and caleb says if you haven't seen wheeler on dojo pro on amazon prime check it out that is an underrated uh shout right there a very very underrated shout let me make sure that we're all caught we are we are uh rangers mayhem says you did not listen to chucky t about kicking out before three from bte <laughs> they're reviewing tape of bte and Chucky says, see, right there, the three count? You should have kicked out before that, and you wouldn't have lost. <laughs> I love that. That was amazing. Amazing. Chucky e. T is the funniest person in wrestling. Uh, I, I've told this story on the show before, before, but um, we were at, I, I can't remember what pay-per-view it was, but it was at StarCast, and they just got their blood tests for whatever commission, and they had a Band-Aid on, and I was like, Oh, you got a band-aid on. What's it for? And he's like, Oh, I do heroin. And I thought that was the funniest shit ever. Uh, Ian the Weird says, I watched Chuck ET in this match and was very impressed by him. Wondering the odds of him ever using the invisible grenade. Wouldn't count on it in AEW. But we got Chris Statlander, Nyla Rose. Robert, I thought this match was pretty solid, pretty good. I mean, the the Vicky stuff, it's still not for me. Not for me. But I love the upside-down spear. I loved all the other spots. I love the finish. Want to see the women get more time. They're gonna with Rampage. They are absolutely gonna. But I thought this was good, and you set up another contender for Britt Baker.
3: Vicky and Nyla don't work for me. I actually thought Nyla was a lot more impressive when she was on her own. But this was harmless. The right woman won. She's been undefeated since coming back, and now she can... Slot herself into an all-out title match, presumably.
0: I like it. Uh, We've got August 3 saying, love the focus on the women tonight, but Vicky's got to go. Her outdated gimmick should have stayed in WWE. She adds nothing to Nyla. I really didn't feel like it added anything, Uh, but the match, I enjoyed an awful lot, Alex.
2: Yeah, the thing that it added was was me um, in the other room uh, hearing a horrible screeching sound and wondering if, if <laughs> that like was a stray a stray cat had gotten into the house somehow. Uh, I didn't know what uh... that was, um, but yeah, that's what it added. Um, I love Chris Statlander; I think she's great. Um, I'm going to talk about this a little bit later. Uh, but uh, Nyla Rose um, losing now her second match in a row after losing to Britt Baker. Um, it's it's we I'm wondering where we're going. With her, um, it was a weird thing to me that she got the title shot when she did. Um, Her first one for for Britt, it seemed an odd placement. Um, But we'll talk definitely more about the women's uh, championship uh, picture in a little bit.
0: Love them building up Chris Statlander. Now you got a few. You got a few. Serena Deeb when she comes back. Thunder Rosa. Chris Statlander. This is what you do.
2: Taynara whenever she's she's available.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is what you want. What you don't want is to have underwhelming follow ups. Like, for example, when Roderick Strong beats Kushida for that cruiserweight title, betcha he's facing Kushida again right after that. Mm-hmm. You don't want that. You don't want to run the same thing same thing over and over again. WizKids49 to the super chat and says, Went through a hard time this past month, but today got a piece of amazing news. 180 is my situation. Thanks, Fightful, for keeping me sane. Well, I thank you for keeping us sane. We appreciate you guys uh, being here our numbers have exploded. Like we were doing three, 400 viewers, a show a few months ago. And now it is almost always over 2000 live viewers. And it's unreal. Unreal guys. Um, Makes me very happy. Thank you all so much. Cyclops says Vicky with Dolph was great. This current stuff is yikes. Yeah. This was not for me whatsoever. I'll tell you what was for me. This goddamn Britt Baker segment. Yeah. Let's talk about the contrast. And I don't really care who whines about it. There is a categorical difference in bringing in Mustafa Ali to his hometown of Chicago. You hear this giant pop, and then he loses and gets his ass whipped. Quite frankly, the people in Miami or Orlando the next week don't give a shit. But what they would care about, perhaps, is hearing that reaction going, maybe he's worth getting behind. They did not have Britt Baker heal this crowd. They had her come out. And as much as I hate Pittsburgh, the beautiful thing is all their major sports teams have the same colors. So Britt's in the, the black and the gold jacket. She looks great. She gets a great reaction. They chant. They say, DMD. She says, red velvet. You don't have a chance in Pittsburgh, not in my city. She didn't say, and that's why I moved to Orlando Mm -hmm. or any of that. Mm -hmm. Alex, they made her look like as big of a star as she is. It
2: ruled. Yeah. Uh, it it really did. Uh, it was, it was pretty amazing to see her get that reaction and for them to like, to, to play it up and like, this is, this is her in her hometown. That's why she's getting this reaction. Um, and and yet she didn't change anything about herself. She didn't change her, her cadence or her style of speaking or anything. She's just Britt Baker, but they love her because that's where she's from. My thing is, I'm wondering, like, maybe because she's gonna get cheered in Pittsburgh no matter what. You you had an opportunity to put her against a heel in this in this match uh, on Rampage this might be where you should do a Nyla Rose thing because it it felt weird to have it because Britt Baker wasn't fully over with everybody as a baby face. We're cheering for her because we like Britt Britt Baker. But this is a perfect opportunity to have somebody come in, uh, take a a cheap shot at uh, at Britt on tonight's show and build that heat for the match that's going to happen on Rampage where Britt takes out the heel and you save Red Velvet, who I love and I actually really loved her. Her her video tonight, you save her for an opportunity where she can go and get cheered as this up and coming baby face, because she's gonna get horrible booze on on Friday. I think that it's it's kind of a weird dichotomy. I'll I'll wait and see how it goes, but I think that Red Velvet is is a really natural babyface. And to have have her be the one who gets sacrificed to Britt Baker in Britt Baker's hometown is a choice.
3: Britt Baker has already proven to make history as the first woman to headline both Dynamite and Rampage. Uh, Pittsburgh is going to boo Red Velvet. They already did. But I Jesus
0: like- could ascend from the heavens and yeah. he's going to get booed yeah. against Britt Baker in Pittsburgh.
3: And I love that they played with that. They didn't have Red Velvet interrupt her. They didn't do anything. They let Britt Baker get cheered in front of her hometown with Tony Schiavone right there, and they just let it play. And I love the... Pittsburgh I give you hope like that was a great line and this whole segment is how you should book somebody in their hometown and I just can't believe we don't see more of it elsewhere
0: well Red Velvet came out they got into a brawl it's setting up a big match Friday Jeremy Lambert of Fightful will be there live so make sure you all join us after that show Matt Snyder says any possibility Tessa will be all elite nope Jack Murphy says, what's up, Sean? Just got home from the show. Britt's pop was insane. She's a star. I enjoyed Dynamite. Can't wait for the stuff to come. And I mean, the the terrible towels that are out there, like such a good touch. They need to make, I don't know if they make Britt Baker ones. They need to make Britt Baker ones. They need to make those and sell them. Uh, We've got uh, Josh Baker saying, whoever came up with those terrible towels deserves a raise. The biggest baby face in the berg. Ricardo says her pop was amazing. Chris says the DMD chant was thunderous. I mean, we, we've got people that you know, proving her, our drawing ability Cyclops saying I bought two wrestling shirts in 10 years. Both of them are Britt Baker. Uh, Dr. Six fingers Esquire says it was smart to flip the tunnels tonight. Baker looks like the face to casual fans who aren't watching every week this week. She is this week. She's home this week. She's the baby face. And I'm okay with that. Um, Quite frankly, there, there are a whole lot of pieces of trash in fighting and MMA, but if they go to their hometown, they're probably going to get cheered. That's just the way that it works. Mike McVaney says, got back into wrestling with AEW after 10 years. Love you guys. Reviews and trusted in, info. Well, thank you so much. I'm just glad you're back watching wrestling. I, I, I think that's rad. Sawyer says, congrats on Fightful on the recent growth and success. Funny how WWE loyals claim wrestling reporters thrive on negative clickbait." Clearly, we all prefer to chat about good products. I mean, Robert's seen the back end of our website. He's seen about 15 different Shooting Softly articles and the Brass Ring series. I
3: specifically yeah. message
0: people in WWE to say, who's getting better? Give me some positive news.
3: They're not it might mood. shock you. People don't <laughs> like to be negative.
0: You know? Yes, we would prefer to cover um, positive news. Matt Black says they were definitely yellow DMD towels tonight. Yeah, I was trying to avoid uh, singeing my eyeballs with the terrible-looking, terrible towels. Uh, Screw the city of Pittsburgh. All hail Cincinnati. Alan says, hey, guys, love the show. Wonder if anybody has seen the new trailer for the show Heels on Showtime yet. Yeah, it it aired during the show, but I've, I've got screeners for the show that I'm hoping I can watch this weekend. Hoping. Hoping. Uh, Mike Preventure too, says, I love how they let Heelbrick get cheered in her hometown by doing a promo that would have been booed if she said the same thing elsewhere. Oh, yes, it would have. Go a couple hours west to Cleveland. Boy, she's getting booed there. Uh, do it in Cincinnati on September 5th, and I'm sure she will. Um, my God, uh, I, I don't even want to know what she's going to say about Joe jo Burrow's knee in Cincinnati, but she's going to say something. Ian Hunter says, his Sky injured? Haven't seen him in a couple weeks and thought we'd see something from him and Paige versus the Blondes with the Acclaim taking a backseat for now. I don't know. He hasn't wrestled in a few weeks. He did in, I want to say, an indie spot in like late July. I could have swore. He did did a benefit show a couple weeks ago, and I haven't seen much from him since. Uh, Ian says, just sending this to say, thank you, Fightful was one of the places with the aw review to start watching every week and now both are watched weekly i appreciate it man i mean i'm not necessarily over the moon about doing another combo show every week because those are wild but you know what we know at least one of those hours is going to be good. <laughs> sandra says any chance ruby shows up during brit versus red velvet no no uh nikolai says if you're cheered in pittsburgh you're still a heel to me yeah me too me too I agree. Uh, Ryan Evans asks, any reasons why ROH are keeping their doors closed? Dan Hausen would be hilarious on AEW and the Briscoes on AEW would be awesome. I'm working to find out. I was told that these companies are a lot more friendly than, than even we realize. So I don't think it's off the table yet. Uh, I know that Ring of Honor pissed off New Japan a couple years ago with the Enzo thing. That seemed to get patched up, but now New Japan's doing business with somebody else. Jake says, was great seeing Britt here in the Berg. Also nice that Christian called Donna Jagoff. That is a good touch. It really is. Dark Order versus Good Brothers. Impact tag team titles, Robert. There's another one of those situations of why the hell not? The tag champs are already on the show. And the Dark Order did not win, but they are super over. Uh, Not all of the Dark Order came out there. Mike Bond points out Silver Reynolds, Angel and Vance not going to the ring with Uno and Grayson was an awesome, subtle way to continue that story. The match was awesome, too. Made me not even realize Hangman wasn't on TV.
3: This was a great touch, Robert. What'd you think of it? It was. It makes the Elite look like they're winning because they have disbanded the Dark Order to some extent, and it's about damn time the Impact titles get used on Dynamite because this gets everybody more exposure, and you're building to Bound for Glory, which is going to be a big super show with all of the different brands. And it was a damn good match on top of that because Stu Grayson is one of the most underrated wrestlers in general, and he can do just about oh, yeah. anything. Alex, how
0: how do you feel about this? This was, uh, this was what it needed to be. It was a tag team title match towards the latter end of AEW for a set of titles that don't even go here. Right? No,
2: this was everything. It, it should have been it. And, and you you could have done this as a non-title match, but what? Why? If you're going to book the t- the champs to win it, then you can have this match. It doesn't hurt Dark Order yes. right now. Um, it was a good match. I, I I really I really enjoyed it. Everybody's right. Stu Grayson is super underrated and, and a great worker. Why why not? It was a fu- it was a fun match. Some more on a-
0: commentary too.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Ab- I love a, that. I love that touch too because he also tweeted out that, like. If you guys win, I'll be the first one to shake your hands and give you a pair of tickets to our taping in Nashville so that you can come in and and defend the belt there if you so choose. Yeah. Like I love that they're they're if you're gonna do the the forbidden door stuff and the in the cross promotion of the brands, go all out with it. And I and I really, I really enjoy it.
0: Matt and Caleb says, love the throwback to the Smash Brothers gimmick. I did too. Uh I was not familiar with their work ahead of AEW and I did familiarize myself with it. Really enjoyed it. This was harmless stuff. It was good stuff. Uno has worked so hard to get in shape, and it's showing. Stu Grayson is awesome. Uh, We've got Cliff Beard saying, give me a Stu Grayson, Carl Anderson match, please. I like that too. Uh, Claude Speed says, love your guys' post-show rundown. What would you think if for First Dance tease 2.0 and Garcia versus Darby Sting and Mystery Partner? (laughs) <laughs>
3: you know because i think you
0: got you got all those people that are saying can you imagine if punk didn't show up we were saying today on the list and your boy that's promotional malpractice yeah. if cm punk is not there if you yeah. did the united center call it the first dance i don't care if that's where the bulls play yeah i know i get the inference first dance last dance
3: hee-hee-hee. punk's gotta be there robert I'll go go a step further. If you go on Busted Open and say, well, the people know what to expect from the first dance in Chicago. All right, now you're really, it's got to be CM Punk or nothing. And I think Darby Allin calls him out, and I think he gets hit with the GTS.
0: I wouldn't know what Tony Khan says in those interviews. You all should uh, tweet him and tell him he should do an interview with Fightful. I'm sure that won't backfire at all. Nerd Guru says, my current dream women's feud uh, just because of how good the promos would be back and forth is Becky versus Britt, the burns that they would hit. Oh yeah. yeah. That's, that's something I want to see. That's something I want to see. Uh, something I didn't want to see is QT Marshall and Paul white. The apology that was supposed to happen. Like, I don't know, sometime during the revolutionary war as compared to when it actually happened, uh, did not happen. Tony Schiavone is in the ring with the nightmare or the, the factory rather nightmare factory. And they bring in his son who apparently is going to be a wrestler and they beat him up. Although you really couldn't tell it because he didn't sell anything. And then tall Paul comes out and you know what? If we get a tall Paul, tall Paul chant, that'll be worth it. Please do this chant. But, um, he chokeslams Aaron solo Looks a little, little more wobbly on the feet than we've seen him in the past, Alex. And we have covered some, some late, late Paul White matches, um, including one after uh, a WWE title match last year. Um, what are you thinking about this?
2: I, I will, I will say this: if you're going to have Paul White, the former mm-hmm. Big Show, come back and do it and do his first match in AEW. Then choke slamming QT Marshall is the way to go. Yeah. Like I I don't I, he don't don't put him over anybody who who needs the rub or whatever. Just have him squash a dastardly heel who we all yes. hate. Whenever he comes out, we boo Qt Marshall, get off our screens. Oh, thank God, Paul White is here to choke slam Qt Marshall. If they want to make him that. modern
0: if they want to make him modern day 911, yeah. do it. Yeah. Do it. I'm cool with that. He he can be the APA. I'm fine with that. Chandler says Andrade must have canceled Lambert's travel, and we have somebody, Mike G, saying, "Who do you think will be the two UFC champions that come with Lam- Dan Lambert last or next week?" So that was a thing that that they, they pushed from this week to next week. It'll probably be Vitor Belfort, Rashad Evans, or Henry Cejudo. One of those those two or three. Uh, Robert, any thoughts about Tall Paul and QT? Again, him squashing Nightmare Factory. I don't remember. I don't really mind it. But, it was yeah. about
3: time for him to do something, because he hasn't yet. I just think it's weird that you push this back for three weeks, and the big reveal is actually, by the way, Tony Schiavone's son wants to be a wrestler. Also, here's the big show. Please clap. Oh, immediately, I was like,
0: oh my god, they're doing another, like, this person's kid is, is wrestling thing, and he's going to have his debut match associated with this and i'm like we, we don't need that again we don't need that again eric rivera says qt is bringing back shack to face white that would be a good shout i would love to do that finally after all these years uh steve richardson says i never watched impact till the crossover with AEW. caught the last impact pay-per-view and got interested in the product now well that was a hell of a show to watch i was there live but um th- that's the goal is that they want you to take in impact because you're seeing it on AEW, but Paul White looking in great shape. I bet he's been eating a bunch of Magic Spoon cereal. I bet that's what's going on. I bet that's it. I bet he went to magicspoon.com and he used the code FIGHTFUL. I bet he saved $5 off his order. I bet he's getting in that 13 to 14 grams of protein. I bet he's getting in those four grams net carbs. But I'll tell you what he's not getting, any grams of sugar. Because this cereal, while delicious, is also good for you. And you're not going to feel guilty about it. Low-carb, GMO-free, soy-free, keto-friendly, all that good stuff. And it's got the flavors you love in their variety pack. Cocoa, fruity, frosted. um, They've got so many flavors. You can even make your own custom box as well with cinnamon and blueberry. It's a good time. And my favorite part about Magic Spoon Cereal is it fills you up after one serving. Because let's be real, when you eat those other cereals, those regular cereals that aren't so good for you, it spikes your sugar, spikes your hunger. And then in like, I, I mean, I go right back to the cupboard. I know you do, Alex. Oh, you yeah. just go back. You just get, get more, get more, get more. Not Magic Spoon. Magic Spoon fills you up. Yeah.
2: No, I mean, I, I, I'll I, take the box with me to the table because I know I'm going to have to fill it up again. And I'm too lazy to get back. Not with Magic Spoon. Not with, Not with
0: Magic, Magic spoon. spoon. Clarify. Muted. The great muter has muted you. MagicSpoon.com, use the code Fightful. Save $5 off your order. They are so confident in their product. It comes with a 100 percent happiness guarantee. There is no risk to use MagicSpoon.com and the code Fightful. Check it out. Uh, again, happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason and that won't happen, they'll give you your money back. Slam and Sammy Joe says there was a support wrestle talk sign in the crowd. Well, that, that's a bummer. Reese power says jungle boy to turn on Christian and turn into Hollywood. Jack Perry to feud with Christian. I think Christian should be the one to turn heel there. A little more natural jungle boy is it's, it's not easy to make really, really over baby faces (laughs) and he is a really over baby faces or baby face. Sawyer says Excalibur putting over the bond between Paul and Tony reminded me the show, uh, or the, the dark commentary almost made me want to watch it next week. AEW's really good at those things. They are so good at those things. Well, we had uh, Wardlow losing to Chris Jericho. Jericho is massively over in Pittsburgh, like just insanely so. Uh, During this match, his belt ripped off and his pants fell down. And not to to the point to where we got cheeks flying about or anything, but it's important to the the this point of the match wardlow is going to powerbomb jericho but when he's powerbombing him his tights are sliding down and Jer and wardlow loses his grip and then he's like no i'm not and just hosses jericho 230 pounds up in the air and is like like yeah, we're gonna finish this powerbomb right here i do like that mjf's own greed cost him this match because he wanted jericho to get hurt more and as a result It didn't work out. Um, Jericho cracked Wardlow in the face with a ball bat. And one with the Judas effect, a real good-looking Judas effect. And afterwards, we got a little bit of the gang wars, Robert. What would you think of the match?
3: The match was really good, and it was good to see Wardlow in a main event situation like this. I enjoyed the match. I enjoyed the setup, even if the ending was obvious. Uh, I didn't enjoy... What came after, but I'll let uh, you guys talk about the match first.
0: Alex, uh, we did see one spot on the apron. It was like all right, but other than that, I thought the match was pretty solid. And um, yeah, we what were you feeling about it?
2: Well, we we start out the entire night with MJF cutting the promo while eating an apple, uh, which it's it's just like wrestling code for that guy's an asshole because yeah. he's eating an apple while talking to me. Um, and then yes. but, Ward, but Wardlow says, "Oh, don't worry, I'll beat him tonight." And MJF is like, hey, just like you beat Cody in the cage match, oh. make sure you get it done. And in- I was like, that was really great because Wardlow has lost a big, he's been, he looked great, but lost in a lot of big spots. And I liked that they didn't try to put it over like, it's impossible to beat Wardlow. No, Wardlow loses maybe more than he should, but he loses matches. Yes. And I like that MJF called it out.
0: MJF is so good at planting those seeds. They will feud in the future, Absolutely. it will happen. Yep. And this will all be referenced. This will all be in a video yep. package. Every sideways look. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it, the references to, you know, Jake Hager beat him. Right. Chris Jericho yeah. beat him. Yes. Cody beat him. Like, it's, he, you could you could argue that he chokes under pressure. MJF doesn't. Yeah. Or at least he can plead that he doesn't because right. people cheat or it's other people losing. like. Right real, real gobshite, like piece of shit stuff. You know,
2: yeah. I, I, uh, I, I enjoyed Wardlow beating the piss out of Jericho. Yes. And I like that they, did they, for those people who were like, but, but Jericho's a hall of famer. Why isn't he fighting back? Well, they put over that he's gone through so much in the last few weeks that he doesn't have a lot left in the tank. Um, I, I, I loathed the finish. Hmm. Like okay. I hated the stipulation to begin with. Like, when, when, when we thought it was going to be MJF as a special guest referee, then you could try and figure out a way that you'd have to make it work. But if the stipulation is just MJF gets to be at ringside, that's it? With all the other stipulations you've had? Like, that I, – I I can't – why? would And then – so MJF go, rakes the eyes. Wardlow wasn't going to tap out to the walls of Jericho. That wasn't going to happen. So him doing that and then getting ejected, okay, – Well, shouldn't MJF say, ah, ah, the stipulation is I get to be at ringside for the whole match, no matter what? He could have pulled that card, but he didn't. Mm -hmm. And then he's leaving, and Jericho has to resort to using a baseball bat to cheat himself to win the match versus Wardlow, which is like, okay, well, what have you proven then? Nothing. Fine. This is Judas Effect. And then after the match, MJF says, next week is the fifth labor which I thought they were yeah. going to push this thing out to, to all out. All which out. Means yeah. To, to me, they're definitely doing a match at all out, which means next week's going to come to some kind of weird finish.
0: Ricardo asks who slipped Floyd to Jericho. Did anybody see? Did we see who did that? I didn't see. Did. that. Interesting. Very interesting. Uh, Joseph Curran says, Hey guys, do you think if, uh, since we're getting MJF Jericho next week, could we see Jericho punk at all
3: out? <laughs> The idea, the funniness to me, if Punk were to agree to do that, like, oh yeah, I'll come back in Chicago and wrestle Jericho. I haven't done that yet. That seems like a fun one to do. Uh, I think you could get MJF Bryan, maybe. Yeah. If they really don't want to do Jericho at All Out. I hated everything that happened after this match. Because mostly, to Alex's point, it makes MJF look stupid. You, you are in control of this whole thing. You can say whatever you want, pitch whatever you want, and you go, I know, you won't have your theme music. Like, okay. And you can't do the Judas effect, as if for the last 30 years that he's been wrestling, he hasn't used several <laughs> yeah. other finishers in 28 of those years. And the worst part of this was Jim Ross going, oh, boy, how could you stack the deck even higher? It's like many ways, because all he did was say,
0: Dot com slash fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with better help. That's betterhelp.com slash fightful.
4: What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket. Outsourcing business tasks you hate. What about selling with Shopify? <laughs> final labor. I this makes him look really dumb. But my well, he can't
0: my, use he can't use the Judas effect either. He, he, can't he use use Judas the Judas finish. effect
2: the finisher. But yes. I did I did love that they were like that they're obviously going for a thing of Jericho getting serenaded a cappella to the ring yes. by his fans. And I think they're in a rude for rude awakening cuz if you watch those fans, they don't know any of the lyrics besides the <laughs> chorus. They're going to be like you are beautiful uh like they're trying to figure out what the hell it is because they don't know what it is but they know the chorus we we'll, we'll try and get all those fans to to sing together at the same time ain't gonna work
0: i think it'll happen i do <laughs> jordan says the gauge Hoovy labors made me forget spears was first so the Wardlow match makes more sense now it's still a little bit of a downer yeah i think it could have could have gone a little bit better yeah um We've got Bam saying, going to my first AEW show next week. Hoping to see my favorites wrestle, Kenny Omega and Ethan Page. I wonder if something big is happening to Jericho. I mean, I think he's he's winding down as a full-time wrestler. I think that's just what's going on right now. Uh, guys, get your Super Chats in. We are finishing up right now. Bam says, OnlyFans, Sean. Great work, everyone. OnlyFans did tweet me um, and say, why not now? No. No. But I do thank you guys for making Fightful Select the most subscribed wrestling product on the Patreon platform of all time. Alex does two shows at least a week over there. And we got Nerd Guru saying, can we get comments from Robert and Alex on how Denise buried them on Monday? The IWC is still shook from that pipe bomb.
3: Uh, well, I woke up to a tweet from Anakin that basically said... She said she doesn't know who you are, and at first I'm like, "Wait, that's not accurate." I know that she's very aware of who I am, and then I saw the promo and I popped. and Denise is great, so more power to her.
0: No, Denise is a piece of shit. She's got a big ass head, and she takes huge dumps all the time. Alex, how do you feel?
2: I I turned it off. I fr- frankly, it was just it was just too much. I was watching it. I was like, "Uh, well, listen, I'll, I'll like this." She's 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 got a she got a she got a little thin skin. And if it's one thing I don't respect, it's a thin skin. So yeah, so because I, I I get lots of I get lots of abuse, Sean. You do. You when do. All, when I when I tweet when I tweet out a, a thing that I, that I don't like about something, <sighs> perhaps there's a lot of members of the IWC who like to come at me with really personal things. Yes. So I just like I just go muting this conversation and move on with my life.
0: Yes. And if there's anything that anybody that follows me on Twitter knows, it's that I never address the haters. I will never. Have never addressed a hater on Twitter, and I will not address Denise Alcedo for just it. being a hater. I I don't dunk on people. I don't I don't snipe back at people. I don't do that. I am just the great muter. I am KG muter. That's who I am. Wearing the face paint, spitting the green mist, all that good stuff. Alex, tell the people what you got going on.
2: Uh, you can uh, find me uh, on the Twitter at Alex Sour Graps. I, I do the reviews called Sour Graps uh, about Raw and SmackDown twice a week on FightfulSelect.com. Uh, also on this very YouTube channel uh, on Tuesdays, I do a review of, uh, of NXT and um, it's, it, we'll see where it goes from here. The plan was never for it to be another episode of Sour Graps. Because we just thought NXT was going to continue to be pretty good for a while, if not better. But we'll see. If it really goes back to the Michael McGillicuddy era, all bets are
3: off and I promise nothing. Robert, what you got going on, man? You can follow me on Twitter at DudeFelice. Follow me on Instagram, every social media platform at DudeFelice. I'm here every day on Fightful.com. I'm also on WrestleZone. zone smart out moment. I just recorded an episode of wrestling wind down. So all that will be coming soon. And I can't wait for next week. Cause I'm pretty sure you guys all feel it too. That kind of feels like <laughs> WrestleMania week. And yes. I'm very
0: excited. Yes. There's a lot of fun stuff. I will be at SummerSlam. Uh, Week, I'll be at all out week. I still don't know if I'm going to get approved for credentials. I hope I do. That'd be awful neat. Hope I didn't piss anybody off. But we do have AEW uh, bleacher report news. BR support says we intend to have all AEW archive content moved over to BR by the end of the month to prepare users for the next AEW all of out event on uh, September 5th. So there you go. Uh, guys, I have not been doing a lot of outside fightful appearances. Uh, of late, but I've got a few coming up. I won't spoil a few of them, but I did. Xenia did that show, and it was awesome. She does some incredible interviews. Um, Quite frankly, she has spent almost the entire summer over here in America. We talked a lot about wrestling media. If you are ever to get in my my DMs and say, what advice do you have? How do I get started, et cetera, et cetera? Most of the answers are in that video. So I really want to encourage you guys to check that out. Uh, Please do. Brian Mahoney wraps this up and says Jericho putting his career on the line against MJF at all out is a way to pique interest. Would Jericho end his career that way? Serious credit for MJF.
3: He would. Sorry, Robert. Because he just did an interview to build up to this show saying that he'll never announce when his last match is. He'll just have it. And if his body tells him that's the end, then that's the end. He won't do the big. Farewell and the big brouhaha. So, unless he's just lying, I don't think he would do that. Well, I think
0: he's going to beat MJF whenever they have a match. Sucks. I thought he That's should. Terrible, terrible choice. Yeah, I know it is. I thought he should have lost one of these, probably to Sammy, and then him say, no, 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 I still want this match. I'll put my career on the line. And then if he's going to win, he can win. um But, guys, thank you all so much. Until next time.